I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go into it. We're gonna we're gonna feel the vibe, feel alive. We're you know we might just call this cool runnings because it's bobsled time. Okay. And that's was really... Kadeem Hardison in that? No, Kadeem Hardison was not in uh, uh, the, the 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 American classic about a Jamaican bobsled team <laughs> ran by a Canadian. Yeah, there was no American involved at all, except that it was an American movie. Oh yeah, we it was the American version of that of that story. So like obviously the the local film people, you know, the local you know. Uh, what do you want? I don't want to say local people because it makes it sound kind of like racist. Of the, the they they couldn't just get somebody from the island, man. It's mm. fucking worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> yep, not doing great. Uh, I'll, I'll get out of this. I'll get out of this hole. Just give me, just give me a second, boys. Um, they they couldn't just get the actual you know Jamaicans or you know the the people who actually live the story to be like, yo, we'll like you know do it ourselves, and y'all can like help us with production costs, but instead Disney's like, nah, hold on. Oh, I thought that was gonna be better. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my god, I'm trying to crack my knuckles to like make it sound cool. Mm-hmm. Nope, they're not they're not wow, that's not um, the first mine time just cracked pretty good, but I am using push the dog so you couldn't hear it. <laughs> I'll say if you could put that to the microphone, maybe we get a nice clean little uh little 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 crackle crackle. Well actually if you just pop your knuckles it's not gonna happen again. I'm I'm dumb. Yeah, no, they. I've exhausted the gas in my hands. Oh God damn it! That's fair. I mean, when when you got that gas, you know, all all gas no breaks. You know, you know. Vespine guys are depleted. <laughs> you must acquire additional Vespine gas. Okay, so what's up, guys? It's CJBK. The guy you don't know is Joe. I've done name trails. There you go. Qu- quickest one. No, okay. no, no. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right. I'm gonna do it right. This this dude this dude we got on the show right now, what can I say about this dude? Entrepreneur, groundbreaking musical artist, um, amazing limited player, uh, graphic design genius. Uh, maybe we'll find out in the later part of the episode. Uh, my homie Joe. Usually this is where I'd have like a little soundboard saying clap clap clap, but I haven't had that for like a year and a half, maybe two. So I'm just gonna give you a simple. It's, it's, I thought it was going to be a little better. But yeah. <laughs> Simple dead air. What are you talking about? That was, you, this clap was. Oh, no, that's just me you hit. Clap? That's me hit. Shut, shut up. Oh, what's up, boys? Oh, okay. damn. Yeah. Damn, that's the oh, rare occurrence of a, of a guest bringing them uh, the air the air phone. <laughs> the uh, air horn. <laughs> the air horn. <laughs> you flatter me, Siege. You flatter me. <laughs> no, nah, bro. I'm very few of those things. But you did, I you're feel very, you're, you're, all of those things. Eyes, I mean, he's he exaggerates. I do all of those things, but okay. All I right. wouldn't call myself a amazing limited player. I mean, hey, you sh- you show up and you and you do you do what you your the heart of the cards tell you to do. I feel that's the the real the real edge of a limited player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah I I do try my best, and I've it definitely improved since I started. Um, so I, I don't suck anymore, I would say. I think you would That's definitely probably, yeah. class BK in a draft for sure. No offense, BK. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm uh, inconsistent, if anything. I'm either uh, on top of the world or I, or I fell miserably. But uh, the most important thing about that is I don't care either way. Whoa. <laughs> You, you don't have to be so so pointed about it, though. I mean, it's not a point of caring. We're just, we're just having a conversation, baby. 
No, I'm just, I just mean that like it doesn't matter to me, you know. So it's okay that you would say that, right? Yeah, I mean, I did re-download um, uh, Magic Arena for my iPad, but I can't get into my account. It's a real bummer. Did you have oh. some good stuff in there? I know I have some stuff. I don't know if it's any good, but it just the recovery you know, will not be delivered to me, so I have no way back in. Well, I'm not gonna contact customer service. I mean, I'm not a fucking loser, you know. <laughs> so you'd rather just kill the account and not contact customer service? I hate customer service. It's the worst. Yeah, why should you have to call them? Fuck that. Yeah, they should know. Bullshit. They have a system set up where they send me an email. Just get it right or don't, you know. So I'm, I, if it didn't work, it didn't work. I'm just That's I'm, all right. I'm very confused. So you you want them to like essentially patrol when they like, oh, someone's having a problem with their account. And then like, hey man, notice you're trying to get into your account. Do you need some assistance? And would you respond to that email? No, I I I sent them the thing that says, Hey, I can't you know, I'm not getting an email or I sent the thing that says they should send me an email. If that doesn't work, then it's not worth continuing. This, you know, I just won't use their service. If they can't get that right. How many other things are they fucking up, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, you're definitely not going to hear me sing any praises for uh, the the current state of uh, Arena. I don't know, Joe. I think we've talked a little bit about it, but I don't know. What's your what's your opinions on that new shit? Uh, I have not played it. It's been <laughs> it's been a minute since I played Arena, actually. Really? Like, yeah, since, like since the spring, I think. Oh, that's definitely like more recent than me. I think it's been like three years since I since I played it. Good and call. It was probably CJ forcing me to or something. I didn't force you to. Well, you know. If anything, I like, might have. I think I made you play. Or I think I played it when we played it on Frenemies. I'm pretty sure, or maybe you played it. Um, you might have played was, it. Yeah, if it was something that that like would be normally be a you game, you would make me play it. That's how that worked on Frenemies. Can never figure out how that didn't get off the ground, man. Good, good premise, <laughs> good banter. I know. Excellent. I just, I feel like we just didn't put in the the work, you know. Bro, go go look up <laughs> Frenemies on YouTube and tell me that that's not work. That whole page, it's uniform. It has a stuff. I mean, if anything, since we since we have, because the thing is, is Joe, do you want to tell him the reason why I said graphic designer too? Because I don't think he knows that part. Um, what do you mean? Well, you work as like a graphic designer, right? I, like you yes, do graphic do, design yeah. shit, like not just yeah, like I, uh, you're on Fiverr getting like commissions. Like you I, go I to am, a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm lucky enough to have a um a full time position at a a small business where I don't have to freelance, and I get to I get paid to just do artworks most of the time. I also have to do some of the other stuff because it is a small business, so I end up. Helping out, out. Yeah. you know, with uh, certain QuickBooks things and making calls and stuff like that. But your primary role as a graphic designer. Yeah, I'll say, what's the spread between like doing graphic design and then doing like other like work in the office, like percentage wise? Um, on a on a normal day during normal business, because right now like holidays and stuff, it's kind of a weird time of the year for us, but. Normally, I come in and I'm doing artwork all day. And then if there's 
if there's a a big shipment or something that needs to go out and they need my help like printing labels I'll help out with that a little bit but it's I'd say probably usually like 90% of my days in Illustrator boom see that yeah the dream I mean you talk to fucking teenage teenage CJ coming out of uh, Cordova High School that's what he would want to be doing definitely not what fucking 36 year old CJ is doing right now I'll tell you that much but did you go to school for it? I did uh, a little bit. I mean, I I literally took one class. Right, nice. <laughs> so, you know, to get uh, familiar with the software. I thought I was going to go into it more, but school is hard, man. Yeah, yeah it sucks. It is. Yeah. It's fucking rough. <laughs> but how do you get hired without any sort of credentials? So uh, my buddy had a job there. So that's... Mm-hmm connection right got a connection yeah. but i didn't get know. hired as a as a designer i got hired as um like shipping mm. so uh, for the first like two years i was just doing labels and packing boxes and um abusing my car to make de- like not like i'm delivering products but you know going to the post yeah. office and shit yeah that's miles yeah not still that's still miles on the vehicle yeah and then um Maybe like three years ago, uh, I've been there almost six years. Six years this uh, like May or something like that. Oh shit! Um, Anniversary coming up. Yeah, and um, and that's so I started doing. We kind of business picked up a little bit. We had a lot more influx of jobs that needed artwork done. I'm like, you know, I can do this too. And he's like, yeah, okay. Go in there and start doing doing a little magic. Now it's uh, working out good. So how do we get someone like you who's doing what they want to do with their life and to be part of the anti work movement? Like to you know to to get into that general strike mindset. Well, um, uh, continue to pay me garbage wages. Oh, is that what they're doing there? I mean, you know, I, I don't make a lot of money doing it. That's what sucks. Yeah. I probably make more money freelancing, but that requires me to actually, um, you know, yeah, put, put in extra work. Yeah, yeah try and get, put in the drive. Try and get seen and get jobs and stuff. So Doing a Watch lot of, uh, what do you call it, doing shit for quote-unquote uh, exposure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. do both because... Then that's all I would be doing ever, and right. I myself. A man, yeah, a man's got to blow off some steam, bro. Come on, you know that. Uh, yeah, I agree. I just, you know, it's just uh, I, I want I want everyone to unite because that, after that whole uh, that whole CDC change to where they want people to like only stay out of work for five days because otherwise the whole economy will collapse. I mean, that just shows how much power we have, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you I want wrong. us to quit. You want another general strike? I want a real general strike. I don't want another. Like we haven't had like a real, like, I mean, like in all sectors. Yeah, all sectors. Everyone's just like, let's shut this bitch down for a good week and see how things change. I mean, we'd have to hold out for more than a month, I think, because that's when like rent is due, and that's when. The landowners are going to notice. Yeah, that's when the heat's really on. 
Like, yeah. That's kind of what happened at the beginning of pandemic, right? Is like people weren't able to make bills and and uh, that's when yeah, they were like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> right, but then it still took them like seven months to give us, uh, you know, nothing. Twelve hundred dollars. It's uh, I don't know. I just I think that uh, you're probably right. It would have to hit the land the the um, landlords, but because the super rich would be unaffected by a week of us not doing everything for them. Not the business owners. Mm. It'd be like, mean, mid, it'd be... like low to mid-level, and that's really what makes the rich richer. So while they could like hold off for a minute, they definitely would feel a, a squeeze in you know, a long... I'd feel a month would, you know... That, that would put a little dent in their caviar dreams. It's got to be something. Yeah. Depends on how many scabs there are, you know, or all of a sudden, um, you know, like all of a sudden the Republican Party becomes the party of uh, open borders. <laughs> they just let <laughs> everyone in to take the jobs. <laughs> like they're actually taking the jobs this time. <laughs> I mean, you could be on to something because it's like I feel not like in, in right now the, the job climate. I feel even, like, scab work, like, those traditionally that would be like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, scab it up or whatever. Like, even there, like, you know, I'm not going to do that because, you know, it's fucked. And since it's, like, so abundant now, like, everyone's just like, well, fucking someone else is going to do it eventually. So it's this whole, like, I know it's fucked to, like, do this type of work for this type of wages. Um, So basically it's just those people who would be more inclined to do it are going to not do it, basically. Yeah, like, I've just been reflecting on, like, how, like, you and I started it, you know, at Apple, and how, like, that job was, like, we were just iPhone agents, you know? Mm-hmm. And then by the time we left, we were handling, like, like 10 different products <laughs> in, in, like, three different ways, but we never received, like, compensation for any of those changes. It was just, like, as the company got bigger and bigger and bigger, we... Like nothing happened for us. Oh yeah, we got we got screwed with the grunt work because they were just like, oh, instead of you know, we can we can maximize our profits by just making the people who are taking one type of call take a bunch of different calls, do some you know bullshit training, and then oh, there you go, we're we're all good to go. <laughs> yeah, here's two weeks of of uh of reading this article, and now you know how to do this job. But yeah, it's just crazy how like I never when while it was happening. All I thought about was the extra work we're taking on without getting compensated for it. But I wasn't thinking about how much more money they're making. And they're still not compensating, you know, like their side of things. Best up. Wait, did you cut off or did you, did you say that's that? I sorry, I said that's messed up. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I thought that was yeah. some new slang. I didn't know. Like, that's that's up, bro. That's like, up, bro. That is up. Yeah, that's, sure. up. <laughs> that's, that's up. That's up, dude. That's up. That's not what's up, bro. That's what that that's, is. Dog. That's not up, dude. So, um, just if you if you want exposure, um, Joe, we do need a um an image for this episode of the podcast. So. <laughs> Whoa. Why, why are you outsourcing work already, bro? Come on. I mean, hey, man. People, I like, I like uh, you know, giving people an opportunity to get exposure. Uh, w- when does this come out? 
I mean, who knows, that's, man? I was going to say, that's the real question. No, <laughs> honestly, probably. Oh, hold on. That's not the one. I was looking for a calendar here. Uh, next Wednesday, the 12th. The 12th. Okay. Yeah. Uh... No, I was just actually <laughs> yeah. I actually, I, I quite enjoy doing the, uh, you know, the stuff. I like having something to do. Yeah. We're just, we're just talking about graphics. I like doing the this, this stuff. The, the, the oh, stuff oh. with the computers and the image and the in the making the image it's good i like the image yeah well i wouldn't consider what i do graphic design i don't know is it yeah dude you yeah it, it's graphic and you design designing what? a graphic yeah yeah but, but usually i just give you the assets and then you do it you know no nah, but you've been you've been doing i mean you the what are you talking about the rejected one uh of nick hines episode that was that's yeah. graphic design true True. I do. I do reject the graphic design. <laughs> I mean, I just like how you put that in there, thing. And I, did you think I wasn't going to see that? Yeah. I, of... Well, I just, I was just posting things. I felt like, I, I felt like moving down the, um, uh, that thing that you said you reread. You know, the like, don't help your uh, grandparents post. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just trying to move that down the list of things. You know, just so I could. <laughs> I so I threw up a whole bunch of stuff. Why are you trying to push that down? Just because I moved on from it, you know. So then, just delete it. Then you don't gotta push it down. No, because it's part of my history. I gotta leave it up. Can't just erase your history. <laughs> so you can't erase your history, but you can put a bunch of stuff in front of it to effectively push it down, kind of pseudo erasing it. Not no, it's still there. It's not erasing it. You're not erasing it. You're just burying it. Yeah, it's it's just going further in my past, which is what it is, you know? I mean, you got a lot of time. You got at least four more images you're going to have to put before it's out of the uh, top. Yeah, that's true. So you're going to have to get to it. <laughs> I know. I can't think of anything. I'm going to I'm gonna stunlock. I can't yeah. think of anything worth uh, drawing or doing. Oh, God. I love the... Uh... Oh my god, what is it? Oh my god, I got a re- the the response uh <laughs> Oh, I guess I read it wrong. I I used to read it as this it this isn't it, buddy, but the actual comment is what in the actual I'm going to say it. This is not a good analogy, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh it's for clarification. <laughs> yeah, I was saying too long didn't read Joe so he can catch up yeah. and laugh along with us. I just posted a thing about like when was it when just when when all the like BLM protests were going on and like you know um, people were being doing like all lives matter bullshit. I just posted like this whole thing about you know not uh, helping your elders with their technical problems because if they're gonna as long, if they're racist pieces of shit, there's no need for them to get help from us, you know because. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some, there was an analogy there. I can uh, read it. I, I have it up if you want me to read it. I mean, I know I said too nah, long didn't read, and that's going to make it longer. No, nah, no, it's fine. There was an actual analogy that worked, right? It's a, it's a good analogy, isn't it? I I thought it was fine. And then my my manager at work commented, "This isn't it, buddy." It's like, what the fuck? Are you, I don't even I didn't even know we we're friends on here, psycho. But not she's anymore. Def- she's definitely an all lives matter white lady, though. So, oh yeah, 
No, she yeah. she absolutely. Well, put in perspective, she is an avid Bowling for Soup fan. So take that as you will. <laughs> a current avid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, I that's like a church thing. Bowling for Soup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. The, the band, uh, dude. You know the band Bowling for Soup. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I know the band. <laughs> oh. I thought, like you know, I thought that was like. I thought oh that's like where the band name comes from is like isn't it some I'd... group or something like uh like a seven hundred club or some I don't know, maybe not. I hope there's church events where they go bowling for soup. Like... <laughs> where they actually bowl. <laughs> yeah. And they bowl in the tournament. For... <laughs> yep. And for a win... soup prize. <laughs> they win a soup prize that they give out to the homeless. Well, I thought I was really going to be able to get like just the reason why it's called bowling, why they're called bowling for soup in their very beginning of Wikipedia, but it doesn't even mention this shit for way CJ, too long. we need we need you here, man. You know, I'm here. We, we don't need you there. I'm dude. We need you I'm, here. I'm the I'm the I'm the dude who's like looking shit up so that way you're the not, conversation goes. No, but you're not Jamie. This isn't the Joe Rogan podcast. I can I can <laughs> be just Jamie. Be part though. of the conversation. Let me. The boys were super religious. Call look that up, Siege. Look that up. <laughs> can, can we can we pull, can we pull anyway, Boys Siege on the monitor? Eating my ivermectin this morning. And... <laughs> hey, have you guys done DMT? I do. <laughs> I do like seeing like Jamie just called called him out on something. Like people are all stoked for when Jamie calls them out on bullshit. And he just did one. That excites me. Do you know that what does the, sound exciting? Like, what was it? Like, was it was it about elk meat? Uh, he he talked about. He said, "I have this friend that this happened to when they took a vaccine or whatever." And um, and then Jamie pulls it up, <laughs> and it's like a video of a guy saying this happened to him that was debunked. And he's like, "No, no, no!" But it, there's a video of it, and he's like. You said it was your friend, <laughs> not some random guy that had a video. So it was, you know, just uh, Joe's Joe's kind of off the deep end. Yeah, I'm not a uh, avid listener. No, I, I I have never been an avid listener, but I I know that uh, it used to be a lot better. Apparently, I like Duncan Trussell. That's that's how I was introduced to Duncan Trussell from Joe Rogan, but. I don't think he's on there anymore. This is how we did Duncan Trussell die? No. Have you not watched? Did you watch the show I told you to watch on Netflix? No. Where it's all him on like, it's just him. He has a podcast and they animate it. And it's like weird as shit, but amazing. Is it like doing DMT? Yeah, it's probably like, yeah, it's probably like doing DMT. Man, I've done DMT before, bro. Oh, you did, didn't you? I did, yeah. I, I didn't put it together until a couple days ago. Like, I don't know why, but I was like driving somewhere and I was like thinking about, man, Joe Rogan must do a lot of DMT for the amount of times he talks about it. And I was like, wait a second, I've done DMT. Holy shit. <laughs> Never Isn't do it again. Like, you hated it though, right? Scary as shit, yeah. It was yeah. it was the worst, and also it probably you know I I want to say this it probably does go to note we I did it when like by the river during like a thunderstorm with fucking Russell and some I can't even tell you the fool's name but some dude I've never seen before and he looked sketchy as fuck so <laughs> there are a lot of circumstances that like impacted this thing 
And I don't know why I thought, like, oh, I'll go down here, smoke DMT with the boys, and, you know, I got a blunt in my hand, so, you know, we'll finish that off, too. No big deal. Ay, ay, ay. I don't think DMT is something you go into willy-nilly. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I will tell you that for certain. If you go in, if you go in whimsical for DMT, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> but, but, like, you're probably not even getting, like, the god-like DMT that Joe gets. You're oh yeah, no. Some rough DMT too. I will. I will openly admit that like the the amount of DMT I did was very small because like I was like all talk up until like getting like the and here's another thing. It was in a pen, and I don't know why that also weirded me out. It looked like a vape pen. Okay. <laughs> so that was what was weird. So I'm like used to like oh I'm gonna rip this shit, and then like I realized right before I put it up to my lips like oh don't be a dummy like this is something else so be very gentle with this so i did like a little baby puff thinking like oh man i got this and as soon as i fucking exhale and coughed and i will never forget it coughing and feeling my brain stem in the back of my neck fucking tingle i was like oh shit i fucked up that is trippy dude it was the worst and then five minutes not even five minutes like two minutes after like everything starts looking like you know the um the video for the smashing pumpkins tonight tonight like how it's all like weird like animated like kind of cardboardy kind of shit right it yeah. looked like that like around us like the the cloud the storm clouds and like there's like a like a like a electrical tower nearby everything was uh hanging by wires yeah it looked like some fucking uh what's that uh cuphead old-timey fucking bullshit and yeah seemed like it lasts forever but it was only like a 15 minute thing and afterwards i was i felt felt like my brain had like gotten unwrapped from like a tight vice and like everything i just you know how when like if you're like squeezed and like you like get you know you release and you just feel instant relief you're just like oh that's what i felt on my brain after the dmt subsided yeah yeah (laughs) yeah how Mm. fast was the come down it seemed pretty quick. Like, it was, like, happening, 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 and then immediately just uh, gone. Huh. That was, like, a, like a, almost like salvia. I've never done salvia before. No. There's, like, like I would try anything except for, like, heroin and salvia. Really? The videos. Those are the two? <laughs> yeah. Like, just the videos I've seen of people doing salvia. Like it can go real bad. It feels like is that because it's like an intense hallucination, right? But for yeah. like ten or fifteen minutes, right? And like that one video of the guy jumping out the window. Oh my very... God. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it alone anywhere. I don't know what you guys are talking about, Jamie. Can we pull that up? <laughs> There's a salvia video of a guy like he's sitting on this couch, and he he does it and he starts freaking out on the couch and then there's a window behind him and he just like turns around and jumps through it. Ooh. That sounds yeah. that sounds very freaky. <laughs> yeah. But like I've done I mean I, I haven't done a lot of just mainly mushrooms <clears throat> and you know like cocaine and meth and crack and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> nothing crazy. Uh, I just like how it was like, I haven't done anything crazy, you know, just like mushrooms. Uh, you know, and like, you know, 
cocaine, <laughs> hair, or crack, and math, and speed, and fucking I haven't you know, done speed. You know, I've I mean, done a, <laughs> I, I've, I've almost done um, ecstasy. But, um, almost? Yeah, like we we got it, and then um, and uh, we'd never done it before. Didn't know, really know anything about it, and like we went and bought it, and we got four double stacks. We didn't know what that meant, <laughs> um, but so we like both took one. So we basically both took two hits of ecstasy apiece, and then didn't realize how long it took to like kick in. So we were like, oh, this doesn't work. So we took the other one. Ooh. So our first time doing ecstasy, we did four hits of ecstasy. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and then we just both like threw up all over the place and <laughs> never touched it again. Yeah. Seems like what should happen to your body when you think that. Yeah. Like, we were drinking so much water. Like our stomachs were full of water and we just like vomited everywhere and I mean, that must be a good cleanup, though, if it was all water, though. Yeah, it was easy cleanup. No problems. <laughs> you <laughs> just took out some mops. Yep. Sucked it right up. No, we, we both made it to, like, a sink in a bathroom. But but um, but um, never had the experience of ecstasy. Just the, just the, I guess, the negative side of it. That sounds like the worst part of the drug to have, honestly. I mean, if you're going to be doing something, you might as well have some, yeah. some form, right? Yeah. I hear it puts holes in your brain, though. Like, if for some people. Probably if you use it a lot, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, probably, like, abusing so, it or whatnot. Prob that's probably a study done on people who raved all through the 90s. And... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really want to try that toad stuff. What? What toad shit? You know, like the those toads that they like squeeze the glands out. And it's supposed to be like, uh... yeah, you could, like lick them and you'd start tripping. Yeah, yeah. But there's like a I've been watching that that uh, that Pharmacopia show, you know, on Hulu. You ever seen that? Well, Hamilton's, Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole industry down there of them collecting those toads. Like, you know, they uh, they dry it and turn it into powder. Um, and uh, and also like murder a whole bunch of toads, so they're trying to like he was trying to find a way to synthesize it so that you don't need to murder toads to get it. There's so many drugs on that show that I want to try. <laughs> Damn. So is this just you like putting like putting together some sort of like drug bucket list? I mean, the show is interesting because it like explains the science of it all. But yeah, I mean, I like I said, I I don't feel like there's an issue trying trying any type of drug. I feel like they should all be decriminalized, you know? All of them? Like, every single one of them? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even even steroids? <laughs> I mean, some steroids are illegal, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though You want to <laughs> legalize the illegal steroids, bro? Yeah, I, I think that steroids should be legal. I would love to see an Olympics where like steroids are legal and everyone is just juiced to the max just to see how much the human body can achieve on steroids. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not going to be a <laughs> noble cause like, Oh, we're going to see push, push the human body to its peak and then push it yeah, you know, at least a couple fucking feet more with this goddamn steroid. Yeah. But do you think like, 
I'm sure a lot of the records we have now are steroid-induced. We know a lot of the baseball records are. I don't believe that one bit, dude. I think all baseball players are on the up and up. <laughs> you don't remember the whole Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds juicing scandal when we were nah. growing up? Nah, I'm not, I, I, I wasn't a baseball guy then. I'm not a baseball guy now, man. Come on. Right. They still won't let Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just because he's black. <laughs> Is that I not mean, the that's, case? That's the real reason. <laughs> but they mask it. They mask it as steroid use. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, dude. Sure enough. Did I get disconnected? This seemed like way too much dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no. Just ain't no one singing shit. This is great podcasting, boys. I, I feel like to... every time I stop talking, no one talks. That's why I just chose not to talk. Nah, dude. You know, you, everyone knows I'm the talker of the podcast. Like, you're just the guy who just sits there and doesn't say anything, really. Like, if it wasn't yeah. for me, there'd probably just be, it'd just be nothing, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I'm such a bus driver of conversation, you know. I'm like, uh, like Sandra Bullock in Speed, and you're like Keanu Reeves, you know. You're just standing there looking good. Sandra a... Bullock in Speed, who is um, steering but not in control of a speeding <laughs> bus and could not slow down. Yeah, I think that's an accurate yeah, description that's... of the podcast. Yeah, I think that's... there was a bomb. Oh, that's what it was. If the bus went below like 55, then the bus exploded. <laughs> Are you doing a yeah, bit? That's... Is this a bit from Speed? Because I feel you the know cadence what? you have is like... I think that, that during that silence, we exploded and died. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, I, I was take That was the scene when like they were switching like the driver who like got shot or... Yeah, you know, yeah, he, he did shot. get shot. Yeah, yeah. That was that part. It was, it was oh, a yeah. transition. It was the most I... racist moment in film. <laughs> that was the most racist. <laughs> yeah, it was because the... Uh... Because it had to be a Hispanic criminal shooting a black man. It was unacceptable. There was a whole litany of passengers, including the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off that could have got shot. Yeah, Cameron was on that bus. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was. Uh, Cameron should have shot him. I mean, honestly, I felt Cameron wasn't going to shoot him the way that he was, you know, acting. Like, he... Yeah. He he seemed like he was he was about to shoot that dude just for the race thing and not for... Because I think it was a... The Hispanic dude shot him for just... Because he wanted to, he was worried about his illegal immigrant status and needed to get off the bus. Mm, he was true. trying to stop the bus. That's it was it was like the you know the white writer <laughs> doing that scene was just like oh, this is gonna everyone's gonna understand this. <laughs> They're gonna be like this this guy is really exploring some concepts with this scene. Like <laughs> give him whatever writers guild award we need to give him because he's got what it takes. You know, Cameron's on the come up with that succession show. Is that a good show? I haven't watched it. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Joe, succession, you 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 into this? Um, I've not seen it. I just heard about it a few months ago. People were like, Oh, the show's getting so good and I thought it was new and then I looked and it's already three seasons. Yeah. Damn, really? There was a... I thought I thought it was new too. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, there's an article about um, because there's like one of the actors in it is kind of like the butt of every joke, 
and he did a Vanity Fair article, I think, or a New York Times article, um, talking about you know his acting and how he approaches his role and everything. And he's like a super like serious method actor, and um, he made a comment about how like he was worried that people would think that the show's a comedy, uh, or that it has funny elements, and uh, like that is what the show is like he doesn't even understand <laughs> that he's the butt of the joke in in the show that's just some good yeah, acting. I, I come to uh a lot of shows late i guess i uh i i never watched breaking bad when it was on tv mm-hmm. i watched it like i like binged the whole thing on netflix yeah luckily never got any of it spoiled somehow Oh, that's, it was that's huge. Uh, I didn't see Game of Thrones until like season three started, which, in retrospect, might have been kind of early considering how big that show got. And yeah. I know a lot oh, of yeah. people who didn't even watch until the last season. I think a, a lot of people came on after the Red Wedding, like right because they heard, "Oh my god!" Yeah. yeah, everyone was freaking out about it, so they're like, "Oh, I got to get on the thing now that you know it's a it's in the zeitgeist." Yeah, right. <laughs> but that sucks because you kind of miss out on all that, like right, like the Breaking Bad, you know, while it was, I think I came in the second season, and this is also like, um, during like peak Walking Dead seasons and all these after shows becoming a thing. Yeah, yeah. You I, miss out I on watched. All that I watched like it. season one Walking Dead, season two. And then I kind of fell off of of Walking Dead. Really? Yeah. During during yeah. two? No, no. I watched all of two. Okay. But after that, I was like season three. I was like, okay, I'm in. And then I don't know if I ever. I watched some stuff with like the governor, and then that was like the last thing. And then like before Negan was ever on there, and people were like, "Oh, Negan's so tight." And I'm like, "That sounds cool, but I'm already over the show." <laughs> Right, yeah. like the desire to like actually figure out what's going on. He's like, eh, yeah, I just better wait. Season one is so time. good. <laughs> yeah, season, season one is like sick, and season two I thought was pretty good too. I think we had the benefit of reading the comic book, so we wanted to compare. Um, I was a little upset right off the bat with T Bone being a character. But... Oh yeah, don't don't fucking T Bone. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's a. Uh, I still haven't finished it. I watched all the way up until Carl died, I think. Coral. Yeah, Coral. Coral. And then just like I'm like, all right, I'm I'm good. I never even finished the comic book either. So. Oh yeah, same. Like I I think I stopped the same time when I when Coral Coral died, just yeah. because even the way that he like died was like it it seemed like they almost like wrote, wrote it like okay he's gonna go into a corner and just die <laughs> yeah well because it was like he like they didn't want to renew his contract or something so they just made like a cop out just kill him thing and they wanted to make like his little sister in the star of the show yeah they the I, last episode i watched was uh glenn's death it was the last yeah. one that I, that I saw and i was like glenn's dead i am never watching this show again <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's I'm so likable. I'm so glad that whole thing carried over the same way it did in the comics because I remember when that happened in the comics, 
Like it was, it was like we strike. Like this is what are you talking about right now? Yeah. And I was worried that it wasn't going to happen in the show, and now that it when when it did, I was like, it was one of those. It's like that uh, Franco meme where he's in the news like first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like, yeah, we were we were talking about how like there's no way they're gonna do it. They're gonna kill. Um, they're gonna kill Daryl. I wanted Daryl's like the Daryl isn't actually in the comic books, and he's like the favorite or whatever. Of the TV series, right? And then, um, and then when they killed Glenn, I'm like, "Fuck!" They actually, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> fair play, fair play. And Y'all got they, balls. And they did it brutally too. They didn't even like. They did not care. I mean, that was probably the last time. I mean, it's gonna sound kind of snobby. I feel it's the last time I, I respected The Walking Dead. Like when they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna do it like the way that it should be done," not like a. Oh, we'll just you know do like a cutscene and like oh or not cutscene. This isn't fucking. A, this isn't Metal Gear Solid. Uh, like we'll just say like, cut away and you'll just see him like move his head and you'll see blood splatter like from behind him. And it's like oh, it's such a brutal hit. Like they yeah, went like in. they got in, they got in trouble for it or something. Well, there was like shortly after Glenn, I think Rick like destroyed some people pretty violently because um, he was just in rage mode with Negan, but. But yeah, like the show did get softer after that. But remember that before Glenn got killed, they did that fake Glenn getting killed thing. It was such bullshit where you're just like hidden a dumpster or under a dumpster for like a week. Was it a week? I don't remember the time. I don't know. But it like was they, something it, Rick? No, like Glenn. Like oh, they, I... they basically put him in a no-win situation. Like and it was a season finale or something or a, or a mid season finale where all these zombies were closing in on him, and then like the next time you see him, he just like managed to hide under the dumpster, and everyone was like all the zombies couldn't get at him because he was under the dumpster. Yeah, which just, is you know, you know seems seems kind of dumb with you know creatures that would you know just randomly clawed anything and I feel like, you know, something like knocked him down like, you know, another zombie. They totally could have got him, but you know, it's <laughs> yeah. Protective protective dumpster, sure. I'll I'll get I'll get behind him. <laughs> yeah. You approve. Well I'll I'll say it like this. If a cardboard box can get a man in Afghanistan out of being seen by armed guards, anything can happen. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think that they try to be serious with that though. You know? I mean, hey, it's gotten me out of not going reflex in Metal Gear Solid Five. So I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want from me, bro. I know, but the dude's got horns. Like they're not. They're not trying to play realism. Okay, he's first of all, he's got one horn, and it's fucking shrapnel from the attack on. Did you even play Ground Zero? <laughs> Does he turn into like a demon at some point? At some, I don't know how, but yeah, there's some <laughs> shit that goes on where. I, right. I, I, it's weird. I haven't had that spoiled for me, for me, but I feel I know enough of pieces that, like, I'm sure if I sat down with them, I'd be like, oh, okay, so I yeah. do know what's going on. And that one sniper has a bikini that wouldn't even stay on anyone. It's insane. There's no... Oh, dude, yeah. That just goes to show you don't know anything about Kojima and how he explains things, dude. She can't wear clothes. She should be naked, honestly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Because of the lore. Yeah, bro. Okay, you perverts. <laughs> you dumb dumb. Yeah, no. You, you played. You have Phantom Pain, don't you, Bri? Yeah. I don't know why yeah. I called you Bri. That's weird. Sorry. BK. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, but um, I'm not good at it. So, you know. 
I, I haven't mean, beat it or anything. The the too long didn't read is that chick is uh there's I forget it's nano machines or some shit. Uh like she breathes through her skin. So the more clothes she has on, the more she can't breathe. So that's why she has that. But then by that logic, she still is suffocating to some degree because she has clothes on. So as Joe said, she should be naked right. as fuck. By that by that logic, she should only have to have like a patch of her skin exposed. No man, like it's you... like a blowhole for her <laughs> yeah. skin. <laughs> to breathe, she breathes to breathe through. through. Yeah, she doesn't need like to be naked. She doesn't need. She to be could. Naked. She could wear a t-shirt and shorts, and she has legs and arms to breathe through. Have you seen a picture of uh, Hideo Kojima? Yeah. Okay, so then I don't know why you were going even deeper into this whole why she needs clothes, why she doesn't need Cause clothes. Because you, you said by logic. Well, logic in a Kojima game. That's that's whoa, whoa. I said logic in the realm of a Kojima game. That doesn't mean that it's actual logic. Man, he fell off though, dude. Yeah, he did. I mean, fell off hard. People, people want to be saying Death Stranding's good. No, it is not good. It's no, it's not. I mean, I played a little bit of it, and I was not interested. I have to disagree with you guys on this. Oh no. Okay, tell us why. It's uh, it's just I don't know the 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 mood is is nice. It's very sad and and emo, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, the landscapes are beautiful. Right. Uh, it is a beautiful game. I'll give you that. It, it, so, it does, so you're saying it, it should be a movie, not a game. It does you really play. convey no, because it it puts you there in in Sam's shoes. I feel like movies do that. <laughs> Like, but it, okay, if Death Stranding were a movie, it would be like like twelve hours long. No, because in a movie they'd be smart enough to cut out the all the fucking deliveries. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Dead man. Explain to you how your BB works. <laughs> yeah, it's there's or like watching Norman Reedus drink a monster energy drink and take a shower. Like, <laughs> you know, they removed the monster from the game. Did what? they? So what's he drinking? Yeah. It's just uh, like Bridges energy drinks or some shit. It was in there when I played it, though. Yeah, that was like the year one version or whatever. The original release for PS4 had uh, okay. monster. It's almost like how Destiny removed Peter Dinklage from the game. Which I what honestly forgot really? about that. Yeah, like I was only like uh, reminded recently about Peter Dinklage being fucking Destiny. I was like, really? Like, but uh, Conan O'Brien is still in Death Stranding, so yeah. That. yeah. Did you see Peter Dinklage? Um... Podcast King Conan O'Brien. <laughs> so many podcast kings. Stick up for Game of Thrones. No, what did he say? He said that um, the only reason people were mad about Game of Thrones is because they wanted to see the pretty white people right off in the sunset. Eh. Didn't that happen? Yeah. (laughs) For some of them, yeah. I mean, (laughs) but like. I mean, Daenerys didn't win, but Jon Snow wrote off back to the wall. Yeah. Fucking, what's her name? She, uh, was it, um,. May, Maisie, Macy Williams, whatever her the name one, was. The, the one with no name? Yeah, there She you has go. no name. <laughs> yeah, but she has a name, though. She rode off on the ship. See? That's riding yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I, if I can't imagine that he really believes that, can he? Like, 
can he does he not think that it was terrible? He could he could believe in it. I just it seems weird, man. Because it was like just the the dragon symbolically melting the throne <laughs> was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty stupid. Like he saw he saw Snow kill Cersei, and he gets so mad. He's like, ah. I know I'm just a dragon, but I know this whole thing's been over this throne. <laughs> so, I'm putting an end to it. It was just like a, uh, like when a divorced kid, or a divorced kid, like a, a kid whose parents are divorcing, you know, they're like, I don't like this, so I'm gonna destroy it. Yeah, and little does he know it was his fault in the first place. He you did was, destroy it. <laughs> you think it was the dragon's fault? No, I'm saying the little kid in your scenario destroyed the marriage. Oh, yeah, 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 true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the kid's fault when Peter parents Dinklage? get divorced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Peter Dinklage was the whole problem. Yeah. I did want to he say, because... A... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was, he was a problem at the end, for sure, when he named Bran the king. I mean, he just didn't yeah. know what he was doing. That, was, that shit was so funny. <laughs> He's like, uh... I... So, I don't know. It was some shit about like person who should be king shouldn't want to be king, but yet Bran foresaw all this happening and went yeah. anyway. Yeah, I dare anyone to say who's had a better story than Bran. It's like, what? <laughs> like, he was out of the show for like two seasons looking for some tree people or something. Yeah, it wasn't even like acknowledged enough to even like really, you know, he's he's almost like a footnote in some degrees. So <laughs> Yeah. Like this fool but then I guess, you know, he's like, Oh, he he foresaw all this shit. So I guess, you know, he, he just he just kept it chill because, you know, he knew it was gonna roll back to him. So he's like, If I just let this shit play out, don't give any hints, anything will be good. And didn't he like use that moment to like insult him and nickname him? He's like brand the broken. <laughs> I feel like, whoa, hey, Chill out, Dinklage. <laughs> it's not. It's just his character, bro. It's not Dinklage <laughs> himself, man. I know. I'm sure he thought of it. I was gonna say, knowing he what would... you know about that quote, you think he like had a problem with fucking for people? Mm, I, I would not put it past Dinklage to be ableist. What you think, Joe? That you think Peter weird. Dinklage is ableist? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's that? Like, like I don't know. Ah, God, I hate this, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if uh, a, a dwarf is considered disabled by nature. But <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I would not say that. Hey, hey, you hey, hey. that was weird. It's right? a safe. It's a safe place, man. Don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you know, it seems adjacent, maybe. Um, I don't know. Do you think uh, Dwarf can get a handicap placard? Um, hmm, absolutely. I would, I would say, say here, I would think no, just because, just because your legs and arms are short doesn't mean they don't work, right? But that I, I, I picture you as a doctor telling him <laughs> 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 my scope on 
Yeah, when they're asking for a placard, you're like, uh, well. <laughs> Listen, uh, do some jumping jacks for me. Yeah. yeah, you start asking them to prove it. Like, can you uh, reach that thing over there? Like, I mean, yeah, you're limited you reach your that thing. <laughs> Doesn't mean it don't work, though. So yeah. maybe you need to get your ass to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, differently abled, right? Isn't that the term we're using now? Differently abled? Uh, whatever it is, it's. I think it would be unfair of Peter Dinklage to be ableist as it would for anyone to be ableist. I don't know, because, like, a lot of fat people hate fat people. Do they? I think so. I, thought we I all think had that's a... just um, maybe a result of there being so many fat people that it doesn't. That's not why they hate them. Oh, okay. Just because there's too many of them? I mean, that's. You know, I guess it's a, you could say a self-hating fat person. Yeah, I feel I feel which like may be know. all fat people. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I thought we all we all enabled each other, but I guess maybe maybe that ain't the case anymore. I've been out the fat people community games, so I don't really know. I've been on, I ain't been on fat Facebook. True freedom is being able to hate what you are and hate others like you. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. <laughs> that's a pretty yeah. good quote, man. Where, where'd you get that out of? What Snapple it's bottle just, that I, come out of? Just thought of it. I did see Snapple facts aren't actually facts. I saw some comedian talking about that. Upset me. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, you know the Snapple facts on the caps? They're yeah. not actually, like, they don't have to be facts. There's no, like, fact-proofing uh, process? Yeah. There's no one checking that shit. Well, so you're telling me the lady from the Snapple commercials isn't checking those things to make sure that there's, like, you know... Legit shit going down? No, she's probably dead by now. Look how fat she was, dude. Whoa, <laughs> BK. <laughs> what if, dude? If fatness didn't get her by now, then COVID did. Those commercials were like twenty years ago. Bro, that is. I don't know what ism, but it's an ism. All right, <laughs> chalk it yeah. up to an ism, baby. <laughs> chalk it up to some ism. All right, Jamie, can we pull up the snapper lady if she died on the screen, please? <laughs> All right, Jamie. 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 Nah, she good. She she good, dude. Oh yeah, what's she been up to? I mean, fucking bullshit. You know what's interesting is to look up people on uh, reality TV shows pre uh, 2020 and see where they fell on the uh, on the line. You know, like everything became left or right after 2020. Like there was no middle ground. Or either super crazy right or super crazy left. Like there's no in, in between. I mean, there is, but like not in the the way that everything's portrayed. So like, if you look up, you know, like uh, like Master Chef contestants, like there was a um, in season four, um, this like lady that got fourth place was banned on Twitter for calling someone the n-word and like another one of the contestants was anti-vaxxer and then there's this other dude that became like a like a leftist professor that's like teaching against hate and you know black lives matter it's just it's interesting that those people specifically seem to always go one way or the other well yeah because they don't know the the art of subtlety yeah, because they joined a reality show. So there's already something a little off about him. 
Oh yeah, any I feel anyone seeking to to put their put uh, to put their shit out like that has some sort of weird thing in their brain where they're not processing like life correctly and they feel that getting essentially getting on that show or attaining that goal that they thought would ultimately like be the resolve to their whole life problem but then realize like oh in order to like be quote unquote relevant I have to sustain this therefore I'm going to have to just keep going crazy and in that kind of like you know it's the whole you know live you know you know die a hero or live long enough to sh- see them you know become the villain I don't remember what the fuck that Yeah that, that was that was it that was I the stum- quote I stumbled a little bit I'm realizing that we might not get to talk about Josh and so that's what I'm getting bummed about so my brain's starting to Let's talk about Josh does, Joe, does Joe know Josh is Joe a Josh guy I mean, he's he's slowly becoming a Josh guy. Is what? Oh, no, don't don't play don't play coy with me, Tubes. You know exactly oh. you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know what a Josh is, but I do know a Jord. <laughs> it's one in the same baby. Okay, this is like a alternate universe right here. No, uh, so it's it's because. Uh, BK texted me and he just told me he, he gave me very little he just said yo like I might be coming around on Josh aka Jord aka Gord um, and I was shocked because I've talked a little bit about him on the show and a little uh, bit back to what <laughs> a little bit about him yeah 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 a little, a little bit He's he's been he he has talked about him in every single episode of this season of the podcast no oh my goodness <laughs> yeah I don't think that's right I'm I'm okay Jamie, can we bring up a count I mean... on CJ talking about King Cobra JFS on the uh, on season seven, please? I already have to uh, plan a campaign with this fool. So. Oh man, yeah, I, I, say, I, yeah. I don't even know what Jordan is or Gord or whatever the fuck you're saying. Okay, okay. I think That's my just... reasons are vastly different than your reasons, though. Like I. I stumbled upon a video of this girl talking about uh, Chris Chan. Do you know who that is? I'm aware no. of who Chris Chan is, yes. Uh, yeah, Chris Chan is a YouTuber, um, trans woman. Mm. Uh, good, that... good. I, I was really about to be on you if you are going to try to not give, you know, give her the respect that she deserves. No, I'll give her the respect she deserves. She, uh, but her fan base is largely trolls, right? Um, and, and they harass her and bully her and, and, um, she, not because of the, the trolls, but because of who she is as a person, uh, ended up getting arrested for, uh, raping her grandmother or her mother, her grandmother, grandmother, her grandmother, um, and this woman, this video that popped up was talking about Chris Chan saying, like, you know, uh, uh, people blame the trolls for what happened with her and, and how she went off the deep end. And and she's like, but I'd like to show you an example of, of someone who has the same type of audience and handles it a lot differently than fucking King Cobra JFS pops up on my fucking TikTok, which I was furious about when it happened because <laughs> he was like it was like my only safe haven <laughs> from him and uh she talks about how he handles the trolls and how he like you know gets annoyed or whatever but laughs it off or makes jokes and then um and talked about his uh 
Asperger's, which I didn't know he had. And told autism. Me he had Asperger's and autism, yeah. And um and talked about how he had like, you know, uh he had a rocky childhood, his mom died, but his dad still is around and and um and then I like ended up looking up uh TikToks of Josh and I'm only calling him Josh. That's fine. He's, a, he, he's, he's a like human a being. He's a, <laughs> he's a Wu Tang member in the sense that he has a ton of AKAs. So you, you can call him Josh. Right. That's fine. Um, and seeing him in little spurts, like uh, like the fries incident, um, where he's trying to make fries on the stove. Oh God, PK, um, you are <laughs> you're, you're making me tear up right now. This is or, a beautiful um, thing. <laughs> just like having him in short spurts like that especially where he's not actually eating anything um and and i just see his humanity like there was a scene where just like a 15 second clip of him um saying that when he was a kid he you know he he ate his boogers in front of his classmates and he'll never make that mistake again because didn't do him any favors <laughs> and, and i was like oh oh josh but but here's things like i understand where you're coming from but like pull back a little bit this this the, I, i'm gonna guess because i think i know what you're talking about that was a kind of recent thing like i'm pretty sure that was a new apartment saga video they, he's in his 30s at that point so him saying, I won't do it again, he's thinking that he's going to be in another situation where he's in school eating boogers as a 30-year-old. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay. I just wanted to, I feel like you're giving him a little bit more credit because you, like, he, he still thinks, like, oh, no, I No, that's can't. because you and I view him differently. I see him, I, I have, I, I view him with empathetic eyes. And you view him as like a car crash. Mm, that's incorrect. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't view. I don't view Jordan as a car crash per se. I view Jordan as a lost soul who he he's he's the kid that you you want to always give a shot to because you know deep down he's not bad, but there's just a lot of programming in there that is. It is, it is, it's a, it's like my PC inside my PC right now. It's tangled. There's a lot mm -hmm. of cords that are jingle jangled. There's a lot of dust that can be, there's a lot of dust that can be knocked out. And it's just, you want, you want to see him. Essentially you want to see him get out of what he's made himself, but the further you go into it, the further, you know, that, that, um, hole that at the end of the tunnel it's further and further away. So you kind of get reverse sucked into the whole, like, oh, I wonder what dumb stuff George is going to do today. It's definitely not going to be, you know, getting his life together, boy. You know, he's definitely not going to stop drinking, you know, 24 hours a day, boy. Like, I mean, I, I hate to pull it in. Classic example, he was drinking at 9 a.m. today. Live streams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Straight up. Okay. All right. Okay. Here, let me let me break down this drink combo for you, boys. Okay. Peach whiskey well to be fair it is 9 a.m right now bk's already like three vodka pineapple that's, that's true that's a standard for me though yeah so that's 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 a regular day for this man but he's yeah. also he's also <laughs> drinking something responding decently this fool's drinking peach with not bk jordan peach yeah. whiskey and my and life mountain is together, dew so. <laughs> yeah. yeah too yeah i mean he's he's not he's he's peach not schnapps? no peach whiskey 
Oh, okay, that's weird. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's super weird. So something you wouldn't even really pair together immediately, and then he mixes it with Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a mixer, you know? <laughs> you need a mixer? Okay, what about <laughs> yeah. this? When you when you think of I'm a, this this is a question about you gentlemen. When you think of country country fried steak, give me the one thing you think shouldn't be in the recipe. I'm just curious as to what you guys what crazy thoughts would be. One thing? I mean there's tons of things that just shouldn't be in there. The one country thing fried Okay, let me let me rephrase it to be because I, I guess it's a little too broad. Um, do I do multiple like, choice? Are we talking about sloppy steaks here? Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Does <laughs> does does the combination? No, that's too much. Too damn it. I can't wait for this. Um, I'm just gonna break down the wall. Fuck it. Man-made country fried steak, crushing up Doritos as breadcrumbs, nacho cheese <laughs> Doritos. I guarantee there's a restaurant that does that. No, I would try that. <laughs> oh my god, this backfired in the most ridiculous I 100% would try that. Yeah, there's, for sure. oh there's, for sh- there's so many different combinations of Doritos crunched up to make the breading on something. Like I already there's... eat Taco Bell, which has a number of Doritos items. <laughs> yes. So does George. <laughs> That's George's favorite place to get tacos from is Taco Bell. Hey, it's got good taste sometimes. Like The only thing better than what what he did would have been like hot Cheetos crunched up to make the country fried steak. Yeah, think, if he had said flaming hot Cheetos, I might pass on that. <laughs> I think he's done that at one point, but all of his cooking involves putting Doritos into something. Um, <laughs> I guess the better thing to mention is when he's Wait, making the... he did that with the with the steak? Yeah. It's a pioneer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, okay, uh, another thing he did in that same video is he made gravy, which was essentially taking, in, I mean, call me crazy, he took the grease that he used to fry the steak, he, he didn't drain mm-hmm. it, and he mm-hmm. added water. So he used the roux, he made a roux. <laughs> I, I want to make sure we're clear on this. You know how to fry <laughs> something, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I want to make sure you, you, how much, okay, actually, we got to go over this. How much oil <laughs> do you usually put in the pan when you're frying something? Oh, well, I would put, like, just a nice thin layer okay. to cover the whole bottom of the pan. Okay. You ready, you ready for it? Double that. Yeah. Okay. You ready for that? Double that. So he deep fried it. Yes. He, he essentially okay. created a deep fryer. On a stovetop. On a stovetop. Stove yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Actually, Joe, no. Not on a stovetop. <laughs> On a, well, okay, technically on the stovetop. A pan on the stovetop. I was saying yeah. he has his little pan that, and I don't know why he. It's not really explained. The stove works. It's like it's. I assume it's not a cast iron. <laughs> he doesn't use a burner. He uses like a like an all-in-one like plug-in plant plan. Like a, a plug-in butane tank. No, okay. no, it's just like a like a skillet, like a heat, like a all-in-one skillet like a that hot you plate. plug in. Yeah, exactly, like a hot plate. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like the it's also the pan. Like it, the pan doesn't come off of the heating element. The pan oh, is the heating dope. element. That doesn't sound okay. <laughs> but it's on top of the stove that has working burners. So that's yeah. the like. Why are you? And they're not like gas. They're electric. So it's like the safest type of burner. I feel. Um, anyway, so the greasy fried the steak in. Then milk, a whole lot of milk, like a bunch mm-hmm. of milk. Then water, like maybe half a cup, a cup of water, right? Yeah. Very liquidy already. Then pours in flour, 
a ton of flour to the point where it's pretty much bread. He's pretty much made bread. It's full now. It's (laughs) hand thick, very chunky. He forces another friend to eat it. And as he's eating it, this is what he says. He he eats it and he goes, "Mm, bready. The one thing you don't want to hear when you're eating gravy, bready. Bready. But see, he's doing this all like independent of people watching him. Mm. Like he he would do this regardless if he was live streaming. He would no, he wouldn't. He yeah. I would I would I would, I would if this is a conversation, this is a conversation. He absolutely <laughs> wouldn't because his his whole mentality is based off of YouTube people. So the whole like oh like think of any like oh mythical kitchen we're gonna take. Oreos, and we're gonna put him in a burger. Like that's who he thinks he is on YouTube for his fans. So he would, yeah, if, if no he one didn't looked, have it, he wouldn't do if it. If it didn't exist, he would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think I guarantee would. you, he wouldn't. I, I honestly do not think so because he wouldn't. Because he's only doing it because he thinks he has people to impress. If there's no one to impress, he's eating hot pockets. He's eating sandos. He, he ain't eating half of the shit that he's making because he, he views it as his quote-unquote job, even though he's not monetized, so it's kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, he gets oh. donations for sure. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, there's, there's people who, like, he has a whole little, like, coven of, like, pay pigs who, like, give him money and shit. Like, he's making money, don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, but it's not, like, it's enough to fuel his lifestyle of just booze, <laughs> drink combos, and shitty-ass food. And his dad's rent. <laughs> yeah, in his dad's rent. Yeah. But what I thought was uh, interesting is because when you told me, like, oh, I'm, I think I'm coming around to Josh. Like, I want to say maybe, and Joe, you can correct me. Like a week ago, maybe you st- you made those uh, Jord fucking emojis for the for the Morningstar server, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that, BK? See, like, I, I I'm never gonna be at any level like that. Like, I'm not going to, well, I can't see that because <laughs> you're already I, I in, might... you're already in baby. Like, I'm not going to push <sighs> it because it's once it's in your brain, like give it like a week or two. You're going to be like, I wonder, I wonder what's going on with Josh just to see. Oh, no. Like I even specifically uh, went to the frenemies um, YouTube to watch, to like uh, look at videos because I don't want that shit touching my algorithm. There is no way I'm, I'm letting Josh into my algorithm. It's not happening. Uh, hey, that's fine. Actually, I, I got those photos for the emojis when I was at work, so I did it on my work. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, see? See? We're smart. We're, we're, we're keeping we're keeping it separate. There's no my way. coworker saw it and was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I do love the... Uh. I love the selection that you had because those are two. I, I've seen that artwork before, and that that George face is probably whenever he does that face is always the favorite because it has even though it's the same face, it has such emotion behind it. Like sometimes he does that when he's happy. Sometimes he does that like if he burns himself with like a cigarette or like some like falling tobacco from his pipe or whatever. And then when he drinks his drinks because he can't. The man's been drinking for ten years straight. Garbage drink combinations all around. He, for some reason, cannot swallow alcohol without doing, like, the, ah, and that fucking emoji you put, like, the first one is 
always the one he does. He, oh, that <laughs> kicks. That's a kicker. Like, dude, <laughs> it, you, you water down your shit so hard. I don't know how you're even tasting alcohol at this point. His his mouth and nose are confusing to me. Oh, God. Joe's they, they look the like. <laughs> Sorry. They look like um uh. They look like um something from uh "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" or whatever that thing was. What thing? That you know that "Hug Me, Hug Me, I'm Scared" series of puppets and you know it was all oh yeah 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 upsetting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that's I know what you're his, talking about. His mouth and nose combo remind me of something from that, and it just disturbs me. Are you looking at the the picture that Joe put in the Discord? No. I'd say no, if you can I'll... if you can get in general, just just to see the the three masterpieces. <laughs> the the main picture is probably one of my favorite pictures of of George, mainly just because that. <laughs> That saliva is thick, boy. Like it's... this, this fool looking like a xenomorph out here. Just... Uh, yeah, those are the things that upset me about him. That's like alien aliens. Exactly. Xenomorph. I want to put him. I want yeah, to fucking. You're real sloppy him. in that in that camera <laughs> or Carpenter. What? Cameron? I'm so confused right now. I think it's Cameron, right? James Cameron made that shit, right? Didn't he? What? Aliens? Yeah, uh, aliens, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> not, a, not alien. Not John Carpenter. <laughs> Could you Close imagine John Carpenter's aliens? That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I'd, I'd pay to see that shit. Yeah. I feel bad that he's not, like, he's done with movies. I would love to see Snake Plissken in, in an alien movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel that there needs to be some sort of uh, redemption after Escape from L.A. Because I feel like that was definitely one of the, like, oh, we can make a post-apocalyptic action movie using, like, an older franchise. But like, It's going to happen. You think so? If they're, if they're owned by the same studio, eventually what the MCU has done is turned every studio into trying to make their own universe. So, like, if Snake is in the Alien universe, it's for sure going to happen. I mean, the real question and, is, does it even matter? Because that, uh, you know, that Metal Gear Solid movie is going to come out. So, do we even need a Snake Plissken? Not if we have the real Snake. The real Snake is the real Snake Plissken, man. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, which one came out first? Uh, New York. Because Hideo Kojima, yeah. like, outwardly said, like, <laughs> yeah. he pretty oh, much based oh, it off Snake of... is based off of Snake Plissken. It's based off of... Okay. I don't know. When's the last time you guys watched New York? Because I rewatched it. There's a lot of boring parts in that movie. I watched it. I watched it once, and it was maybe like ten years ago. Okay. And uh, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it's definitely like the pacing is like an eighty movie. Yeah, it's rough. I haven't watched it recently, but I would watch it. But I was like, this is cool, and then. We watched uh, L.A. right afterwards, and I was like, this is whack. <laughs> yeah. Except for the basketball scene, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was about to say, was it before or after the basketball part? <laughs> You're like, this yeah. is whack. <laughs> the best I mean, the until he's uh, surfing on a shark, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That the, was the shark. 
And I someone was driving alongside. He wasn't he? He was on the wave, and he was catching up to somebody in a car, right? I, don't know. I assume it's Rob Schneider in the car, but I know that's not. <laughs> no, I want to say Ice T, but I know that's also wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, but like somebody uh, I re- I watched. Have you heard of Red Letter Media? Heard of it? I don't. <laughs> what is it? It's these two dudes that just do reviews of movies, and like, uh, they did a review of um, of Escape from LA. And a review is when they rewatch a movie, like, by tr- but trying to be positive about it. And, um, like, they basically were explaining that uh, he didn't want to do it, he didn't want to make the movie, so he tried to make it just as like ridiculous and shitty as possible. <laughs> so it's like kind of a fuck you like he was just Carpenter? Yeah, Carpenter was just like, okay, you guys are making me make this movie. I'm just going to waste your money. It's fucking great. I have to rewatch yeah. this. So so it kind of makes you appreciate it more. I mean, I didn't know that. I would definitely go back in and knowing that it's like a big like middle finger cuz it did yeah. seem like, you know, they they gave uh Kurt Russell the note like, yo, however however big you're going right now, go bigger. Like, <laughs> bigger. Yeah. The one thing they are. point out is like the best thing if you watch it if you watch it and pay attention to just Kurt Russell, he does an amazing job the whole time. It's just everything around him is insane. He's great. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm trying to think of the movie. I mean, given I haven't seen it in a minute, I'm like trying to think of like the the setups and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's he's always the one. I'm like, yeah, like well, like let's go, like fuck these fools trying to get at you, bro. Like let's go. Yeah. I'm, but then I'm like, yeah, I don't remember a lot of like outside of the Kurt Russell bubble. Like what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's also like almost the exact same concept as the first movie. I would be down for a like. A prequel, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, because going into New York, he's already like America's most wanted, right? And he's yeah. like been captured, and I want to, yeah. I want to know what kind of crazy shit he got up to when he lost his eye and got are you, fucking caught. Are you talking de aging or recasting? I think you'd have to recast. Yeah, I don't want to see no fucking deep fake. Bullshit. So, so who's who's playing who's playing Snake? Come on, you gotta ask. That's good, oh, man. All right, let me get on the old uh, interwebs. <laughs> his son. Oh, really? His son. Do it. Uh, well, his son Oliver Hudson. Yeah, he could for sure do it. No, Wyatt fool. Wyatt. Yeah, the dude Wyatt from. Uh, was it the dude from uh, uh, Winter Soldier? Is the name Wyatt? His name's Wyatt. Yeah, his name's Wyatt. Wyatt. From Winter Soldier, his name is Wyatt. Don't Sebastian Stan. Oh, I I know what you. I okay, yeah, 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 dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, okay, man. BK got me fucked up thinking that I didn't remember an actor name because I don't. He's not from Winter Soldier the movie. He's from the Winter Soldier and Falcon Winter Soldier. He plays the (gasps) the new fake Captain America. Oh, he's Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, Yeah. Wyatt Han Russell. Really. And he's 35 now, so he's, like, the perfect age to be, I think, doing that Snake Plissken pre-Escape from New York. Every time I look every time I look at that guy, I think of, I think of, um, 
that old picture of the like old man with no teeth biting his upper lip. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but just that is the kind of face he has in my mind. <laughs> the like bitter beer face guy? Yeah, yeah. He exactly. does kind of look like, like that. Especially in like the Falcon and Winter Soldier series when he's like in the like costume. Like for some yeah. reason when it, the, the upper part of his face is like kind of con- like concealed. Because he has an enormous chin. He really does. This thing is out there like fucking Florida. Jesus but Christ. This picture that I posted here that you could see where he's got like a beard. All you'd have to do is dye his hair brown. And I think he'd look a lot like his dad. Oh, yeah. Plus, he's got two eyes. So, you know, that's always a good. That's always a plus. Two eyes. Know? Yeah. Gotta have we all know that eyes. Kurt Russell famously actually took his eye out for that movie. Oh, yeah. And then he just put and it back And now in. has a um, cyborg eye. Yeah. He's got the solid eye system, man. So basically, you want a you want a Metal Gear three with uh, with, with I want with young Metal Gear skin. four with Kurt Russell now. Oh, that would be great. Actually. Old Snake. I you could do that. I feel like you do that justice real well. He's still got the physicality. I, well, actually, what's the last like Kurt Russell movie you seen that he like put it down? Um, uh, Death Proof. <laughs> yeah, probably. I was gonna. The last one I really remember him in was the Guardians Two. Yeah, uh, he wasn't really putting anything down in that. He was just like. I don't know if you really player. see like if he's cut or anything in that movie. Oh uh, well. And then I know he did some Christmas movie where he plays Santa Claus. I was gonna say yeah. I just saw the the little thing of him in that Santa Claus thing, and I feel he cut that fucking beard and you know cut that hair. He could be old Snake, old Snake for show. Yeah, he could do Old Snake, but that would have to be like at the end of the prequel movie. Like, they'd have to just have an after credit scene or something with him as Old Snake. I mean, I feel we should just stop doing end credit scenes after the uh, Amazing Matrix one. Like, there's really, you know. Oh, yeah. There's no reason anymore, is there? Uh, was I right, though, that you did not need to stay for that? Oh, yeah. 110%. Like, as, <laughs> and the thing is. The fact that it was just that after, like, all of the credits, like, because I thought they were going to yeah. do the, like, classic Marvel, like, oh, do the main things, and then, like, Matrix Resurrection, boom, cut into it, and then I could leave. But I had to fucking sit there and wait like a jerk. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I, I pre-warned you. You did. You did. I, I should have listened to you. You saw the new Matrix, right, Joe? I did. Did you see that end credit scene? Ah, uh, did I? I don't think I waited for it. I was going to say you if you if you waited for it you would know because you would I feel you'd be on the same level as us but it was basically just those dumb like uh, programmers like still talking about like making like the game and they're basically like oh we need to do something like different oh yes like go through the cat things yeah (laughs) I was like what what is that what was the point yeah someone someone said similar with uh, with the matrix that it was uh the wachowskis were told hey we're gonna make this with or without you do you want to do it and that's why uh only one of them wanted there only one of them took the job but she didn't want to she was like okay well then i'm making it this way about that's why there's so much like inside you know, W. There's so many lines about how Warner Brothers is making this game sequel without you, 
and how they like yeah. had all the. It, that's why it was so meta because she was basically like, "Okay, you're gonna make me make this movie." Right? <laughs> yeah, go. I figured there's there's some truth to that. I love that uh, when it was happening in the movie. It was great. Yeah, it I didn't like the weird though. Yeah, I, like I too self really like re- the... referential, in my opinion. I I don't know. I feel like the, in in an age where we've got so many uh, very late. Uh, soft reboots happening, it's you kind of have to address it. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they did it in a way where, like, they even said, like, the movie should have been called uh, Matrix Reboot instead <laughs> of Resurrections because it is more fitting. Like, they, yeah, I, I was thinking about the title the other day, like, why, why is it even called Resurrections? That's because <laughs> kind of a meta title, yeah. They gloss over the actual like resurrection pretty quickly. Like they're just yeah. like, "Yo, the robot saved them." So, anyways, and it's like, "Whoa, wait, hey, well, what the fuck? You what? what? Robots yeah. have the ability to resurrect life now, and then we're just gonna gloss over that like it's a fucking, oh yeah, I mean, Kasuma problems. Huh? But you know, we fix those kinks, my dude. You guys are fucking robots, and you are you are bringing human beings to life. That alters a lot of shit in your lore and you're just gonna be like that was just a little hiccup but you know we fixed it now like okay and they only you. did it because they were like a better battery together right like as long as they kept them a little bit far apart the energy they produced was better than every other human battery they had so why weren't they like, just opening them down I in the tentacles huh why were they what so why like so if if we're to believe like when you see any psycho any scene with like the human fields or whatever, there's always like a big ass like squid bee combo that's like plucking up the little human eggs with its little tentacle sucker. If that's how they're getting the fucking energy, why like one why do they just have these fools like near each other and no one's sucking them up and they're still sucking up humans anyways? If they have so much great energy that they can just power the fucking matrix by themselves. I always thought the ones they were sucking up were the ones that died in the Matrix. Because then you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. So that battery goes dead. And they need to replace it with another battery. That's how I always viewed that. Damn, like, no, that's a thing to think about. Because, I mean, uh, well, the, before I get into it, Joe, what, what, what's your take on that whole when they get sucked into the little tentacle tube? When they get sucked into it? Yeah, like when you see them like, getting plucked from the little uh, human trees. Plucked out of the pods? Yeah. Yeah, just in the background. Yeah, I, you know, I never gave it any thought. God damn it. This is not where we need a middle one. Cause... I guess those, those must be people that are dead. Yeah. That's so nice. they're taking them out and throwing them away. And... So you think they're discarding the batteries? Like, those are the ones that have died. Basically, those are dead light bulbs. So they're just like, oh, yeah. Gotta... Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because yeah. I always thought those were the ones. And I guess that might just be me not being real smart about understanding the Matrix. But I always thought that that was them getting like, oh, we let you live your life. You know, you powered on for so long. And then as you die, we take your shit. And then that's what we consume. I thought it was like a, I don't know what the word for it is, but it's like almost a relationship where like we let you live until you die. And then when you die, we then take your energy. But it, and now hearing it out loud, it makes mm. more sense if they're like connected to like a conduit giving energy for yeah, the whole part of it. Yeah, those towers are all power source. Like they're being right. 
they're, they're draining the their energy. Time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The and whole, then so the that makes sense why he didn't. They didn't want those fools to die because in that way. Okay. Okay. See, you learn something yeah. new about the Matrix every day. <laughs> but I thought this one would have been like because I told CJ like I'm like I liked it, but I have a lot of issues with it. Like yeah, I I feel like I'd be an easier sell. Like I think it was n- nowhere near the original, but it'd be a greater movie if they could have just had the fight scenes to be cool again. All the fight scenes in this movie sucked. Like they were all close quarters, like compact, claustrophobic, and then they did nothing like unique or cool with, you know, the how they did the original movies, the the bullet yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, it's all it's all pretty recycled. Yeah, like uh. and I they didn't even get the original it's weird because uh the guy that Trinity is married to in this one is the um is Keanu Reeves stunt devil who went on to direct uh John Wick. Um, okay. uh that was like a little Easter egg in it. Um but they couldn't get him to like choreograph some dope fight scenes while he was on set. <laughs> like they they had a completely different stunt coordination team from the original movies. Like weird. Bring everyone back, especially when you hear like uh Keanu donated like seventy percent of his salary to the crew of the original movies. Yeah, what the heck? Like they, they they don't come back for Keanu? It's crazy. I mean, you know what that means, right? Hmm. There's stuff hidden beneath the surface, bro. No, he's he's an angel. I Dude, you just said it yourself, man. <laughs> if he was so chill on the OG Matrix, why couldn't they get the OG stunt team to come back to help him out, man? I don't know. There's no way that anything bad's going to come out about Keanu. <sighs> Your own fate, brother. <laughs> you guys think it was weird how they had to they had to pull out video game Morpheus the same way they pull out real people from the Matrix out of the video game that existed in the Matrix. Oh, how he had to like create a thing for like, him to... that whole beginning when they're when they kind of get him right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you're like. You don't know that it's you're in a video game. You right. think it's the Matrix, and then they pull him out. But it's like Inception levels of Matrix programming. Right. Well, they had to get him out of that little hub that that uh, Tom created into the Matrix, right? Because they can pull out. Because they 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 explain sort of how they're able to get programs into the real world right right but but the new fake morpheus is a program within the matrix yeah it was a game program program put into the game into the old code of the matrix so instead of just maybe infiltrating the matrix and pulling out an sd card that has morpheus on it they have to go into the video game that keanu reeves is developing inside the matrix and pull out right the, the rendered character but what's weird is, is that bugs didn't seem like she even knew she was there like she was reacting right. she was reacting like wait a minute this is the matrix but it's different like wait are you there to get the dude or what's how'd you even get in the game 
Yeah, and the way she's like, oh no, it's this something's different this time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you know it's different. Well, You're in a well. fucking video game. Like, how do you not know you loaded your shit into it? Like, I mean, get it. I understand you're in a simulation. This is a person like, from the real world. You missed mm-hmm. the mark. Like, come on, a black agent? Come the fuck on, man. Yeah, the coolest thing was all the suicides. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. The least enjoyable thing was uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's old makeup. Oh. <laughs> and how she kept talking about how old she was. Over and over again, because <laughs> you couldn't guess. Yeah, the worst, the worst, dumbest thing was when the fucking robot eagle showed up. Bad. <laughs> did it just come out of nowhere? Like, did, did anyone yeah. else like like not know where that shit came from? Yeah, yeah. yeah I watched it with Brian and Justin, and they were like, "What the fuck?" Because like, yeah, let me was... let me confirm this: the eagle isn't sati right it's a completely different thing that just sati's like hanging out on right I yeah mean, if, she if, doesn't right control it she takes them to her or so i don't know man. it's essentially like the the serif the serif oracle uh uh relationship where the what whatever it's called kachu kati whatever uh kachu <laughs> Like now that I'm thinking about it, it might be the Chikachi. Japanese word for like Godzilla and like the giant monsters. If I'm not mistaken, Mothra. No, well, well oh, Mothra's one of those. Yeah, there you go, kaiju. It might be a kaiju. Anyways, like I think that's just like the Seraph, and then like Sati's like, "Hey, I'm like the new Oracle now," because you didn't see that coming from the third fucking movie. Right. I love how they pick and chose though, because like there's no mention of the architect, because like. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is the analyst. Well, he says like which... his predecessor, so I, I assumed he referenced that. But that's also like not a that's not an on the nose like architect. That is the architect. That could be whoever. Yeah, but like it seems like they threw out the history of like, um, you know, Neil has arrived at that choice thirty million times or whatever, and this is just another one of those instances. Like, all that was just kind of like, uh, yeah, sure, that happened, I guess. It doesn't really matter. We're in Matrix 2.0, and now it doesn't look green. Yeah, they took the tint off. They took that green yeah. tint off of the, off of the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the only upgrade. <laughs> was that in the, uh, the swarms or whatever? Instead of having agents take over people, they just turn on their zombie mechanic i i mean if we're going to talk about confusing things i mean i feel we're running a little long but i mean i'll, I'll still get this in there that the whole so they say that because because patrick harris says specifically like it's harder to have one of them become an agent so they just all skin like so basically everyone is an agent in the matrix ex, except they don't know it i mean even though it's like what the whole basis of the fucking thing was to begin with they just you know picked and choose when they were activated versus like everyone's now an agent. Yeah. They're all programmed. I don't know. They're all programmed in a way to become agents. We're not even agents. They're programmed to just become like terrorists. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just like jumping out of their window. They weren't, they weren't even like effective. (laughs) The the logistics like woke up and jumped out the window, assuming they're going to stop the car. Yeah. Like, I get that uh, it's cool to have fight scenes and stuff, but they really don't even need to fight him. Like, you could literally be anything. They could all turn into missiles and just explode. Yeah. 
And they brought in that they brought the guy back from the second one, right? Was that the the guy that ran that mansion or whatever with the two ghost dudes? Oh, the Merovingian. Uh, yeah, the Merovingian. Yeah, Lincoln. that was. I mean, they brought him back, but they really didn't need to. There's like, cause I, I rewatched it a second time purely because, like I said, I missed that like small bit where like they're talking about Morpheus, and of course I didn't miss shit, so I don't know why I cared. Um, but yeah, seeing him again in like in the context, there's really no reason for him to even show up except to remind the audience, y'all, y'all remember programs in the matrix? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then like those old programs were, I mean, the programs in the sequels to the matrix seem like super difficult to beat. And those were just like, uh, it was a standard fight. No bigs. I mean, then they make a comment like, Oh, those are old programs, and we don't—we barely made it out alive. Yeah, and no one died, which was weird. I thought the fanatic dude, the Neo fan, was gonna die for sure. I mean, did you not? <laughs> yeah. Did you not see the turn, bro? Like, you know, even though everyone died with Neo in the first couple missions, bro, this is different, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the difference is that he never truly regained his powers. I mean, I figured, I figured the whole thing was, like, ultimately, it, it's Trinity's Matrix at this point. And, you know, yeah, I didn't right. think the, the end was confusing. Like, when they are just like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess we'll make rainbows and stuff. <laughs> like, was that it? Uh, what? What's happening now? Now they just are okay living in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Because they can change it. Yeah, because now I can manipulate it. Like, fuck the real world. Or trying to stop the robots or any of that stuff. It just seems so dumb because if you think about it, like, I mean, I understand, like, oh, they can augment the the simulation, but it's also like, so then why, like, this isn't something where the machines don't know this. Like, you're talking to the dude who's linked to them, so there has to be someone else monitoring, or a machine monitoring and being like, oh, well, he's he's spilling the shit and they're doing some shit, we should probably just uh, purge these motherfuckers up and just, you know, synthesize some new shit. Like, yeah. instead, they're like, we got all the cards, baby. Like, we run the OS. It's like, but you don't run the hardware, so what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? It's like if the prisoners took over the jail, but they could never get out of it. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you guys got the jail now. You can never leave. <laughs> so enjoy your time here, I guess. Yeah, paint those rainbows. Like, have have fun <laughs> yeah. with it. Like, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of... It, it definitely, I feel... Uh, relied a lot on nostalgia, and I mean, it got mm-hmm. me. I mean, I went to fucking see it in the theater, so obviously it got my money. Um, but it was purely just like, a, oh y'all, y'all remember the Matrix? Y'all remember Neo? Y'all remember Trinity? We got some new people who give a fuck about that. Y'all remember what Morpheus used to do? Like it was. That's really why I liked. Back. That's why I liked the beginning because it was making fun of all that at the same time. You know, like yeah. it wasn't. It was. I don't know. But I'm I'm dumb enough to uh, I've already got tickets for Scream Five next week. So. Oh, I'm ready for that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm fired up, and I'm and I'm probably gonna be let down. But but seeing Scream at, at the drive-in was one of my favorite movie experiences. So I gotta you know I gotta hope that this one will be good. And Scream already has like um, meta themes in the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the first three movies at least i haven't i still have to watch four. Oh, um, four's great four's yeah four's i'm, I'm probably gonna watch it like this weekend honestly 
Yeah, you should. Four is better than three and two for sure. Four is the one with and, the, uh, the Colkin, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. And Hayden Pantier and. Oh yeah, Hayden Panettiere yeah. is in the Save the Cheerleaders, Save yeah. the World. <laughs> yep. Yeah, four is awesome. Three is the worst, obviously. Oh, Mainly course. because of Courtney Cox's bangs, but oh god, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it was because of Sydney's job. I feel that job is not a thing. Well, probably now it is. Job in back, that? She was, was a, like, a suicide was hotline like a, operator, right. like, Remotely though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that's not yeah. what you would want because I feel like if you're like you know fucking around in your job, I feel like if you're in an office, someone's gonna be like, hey man, um. You probably shouldn't be so nonchalant with these, you know, at-risk people when they call in. But if you're or, at home, who knows? Or with her, like any job answering a phone seems like a bad idea. That's like with her history. That's true. Like it's, it's almost like they skipped over the part where she conquered her fear of answering phones. I feel like that's something that had to have developed after yeah, like, so many murders and threats on the phone. Yeah, so many murders involving answering a phone. I mean, she's like fucking CJ from San Andreas when she gets, ah, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> we go again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, getting back to the, the meta thing, I, I wanted to touch on this is the, uh, um, you know, in the first one, it's they're just talking about the rules of scary movies. And in the second one, it's like uh, the sequel thing. And then the third one, they're talking about completing the trilogy. And um, now we've got in the age of uh, 20, 20 year later uh, soft reboots, you know. Well, with, well in the fourth one, it was Halloween about, and the fourth one was about rebooting. So I don't know what the fifth one's going to be because fourth yeah. one was about a reboot. Like um, everything's got to be bigger and better, and then like all the way down to you know like every no spoilers, but it involves like who the killer is and everything like down to that reboot. It's like the main theme of the fourth one. Uh, okay. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So yeah, I'm yeah. wondering how they're going to, cause they obviously they have to mention this somehow in the new one. Yeah. Cause it is another type of reboot because the, no, the fourth one had the original cast too. I don't know. Someone rumored that, uh, that Matthew Willard was going to be in it. Ooh. That would be pretty dope. That would be crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he got sliced up pretty good in the first one. Yeah, and the TV dropped on his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, uh, man. His, uh, his attitude towards hackers has uh, soured my uh, visuals on uh, Matthew Lillard. What's his attitude towards hackers? He, he, he's, not, he's not a fan of anybody who watches it so much that they know more about the movie than he does. I mean, but I can I'm, see how that could be annoying. Yeah, I, I can imagine that he feels that way about any of his movies, though. No, nah, right? you're, you're gonna sit here. You tell me he's gonna say the same thing about Starship Troopers. You tell me he doesn't say anything about SLC. I feel Punk. like that's exactly where Harrison Ford lives in. Wait, in Matthew Lillard is in Star Wars. Matthew Lillard is in Starship Troopers. Yeah, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> What? Now, now y'all, man, Jamie pulled up. <laughs> Fucking Jamie. Yeah, Harrison Ford just wanted to die to get out of people caring about Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I don't talk about Star Wars anymore. I don't talk about Chewie. 
nice. That's <laughs> I good. You. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, um, I feel I don't know. I'd be kind of annoyed if people kept bringing up a movie from 1998. You know. I mean, but I don't think everyone brings it up. It's just this was I, just to reference the shit. Uh, this was on a uh, podcast, like video podcast he did with somebody who was like specifically talking about like the anniversary of hackers and shit. So like uh, okay. th- this wasn't yeah. like something where someone stopped him on the street and was like, hey, man, hack the planet. And he was like, I'm fucked sick of it. This was just like he made some like, you know, comment like, oh, hey, like, you know, if it, like I think it was because uh, he had a replica of the dude who was doing the interview. Had it. Also, he wasn't in Starship Troopers. I fucked up. Um, he had a replica of the beeper that was on, you know, that said hack the planet. And like Matthew said, like, Oh, like what's, uh, like what, what they said something like this, that he said something wrong. And the guy like was like, well, actually it was this. And then that's when Matthew's like, Oh, well, you know, if somebody's watching this movie this month, you know, I don't, I don't think you should uh, be watching it that much. He's just a razz. That's just a razz. You think that's Come a razz? On. I think that's a razz. Like, I don't know. I could see you taking it differently, specifically you taking it differently, because oh. you know. <laughs> but what do you uh, what? Because I know you know what you know what. Because you take things certain ways, you yeah, know. I don't. Yeah, do that. you get you get offended easily. I'm a very level-headed individual. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel I act off the cusp at all. We haven't had like 38 conversations of where someone has said something and you took it one way and I took it another way. Oh, I don't care, whatever. What is this motherfucker? Thing? I, I, know, I know the keen pills kit. I know. Yeah. Oh, how nice of him. Oh, I don't care. Whatever you want. I don't care. Whatever you want. Yeah. Every time I see that thing, I'm like, fuck you, BK. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, whatever. Fuck you. Okay, we got to wrap this. This is almost like two hours, man. This is this has been a long boy. Uh, eat your heart out, Joe Rogan. Yeah, oh, fucking yeah. Jamie. And we haven't talked God. once about elk meat, like like actual seriously. Like this, it's only been a joke. So we should though. We should really debate the benefits of elk meat. I've never had it, so I can't tell you <laughs> shit about it. Yeah, I like the the last thing I saw on Joe Rogan was someone. He posted a, a image of elk meat, and like the he wrote a whole uh, sentence about how, like the way he how manly he feels like starting up the grill and just burning meat over an open fire and and like it goes it's like this huge paragraph and um, and someone wrote beneath it was like bitch that's just making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like nice. <laughs> I mean, that would be something I feel Joe Rogan would do, though. Like, be like, the the open flame of the fire, it feels so primal. Like, I'm getting in touch with, like, my it, masculine side. And it's like, well, 100%. Well, fuck, you're, making, <laughs> you, you, you're making steak. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you make, make dinner, bitch. Sit down. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, well, Joe, it was, it was good to talk to you again. You know, I hope uh, you quit your job. Thanks. <laughs> I was gonna say that's where you're gonna end it. Hope you quit your or job. Or get more money or Take something. You know? <laughs> Next time they need you to do shipping, just be like, "That's not what you hired me for," or it is well, technically I was, what they hired you for. That's <laughs> my not my job description anymore. Yeah, exactly. My uh, job well, responsibilities have shifted. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and CG guys. says we need to play Rocket League. Oh hell yeah! I love Rocket yeah. League. It's good times. What's uh, what's your rank? Diamond. I uh, diamond I dabbled game. I dabbled in a little bit of champ, a little bit of champ one, but How? you know couldn't hang. It's too tough, man. It's crazy. I barely got. What did I? What did Gold. I get? CJ Platt. Did I get Platt? Oh last yeah, you got Platt played. last time. Yeah, last time. Last time in doubles you went Platt. That's right. That's right. Monumentous Jesus. occasion. It's it's yeah. tough, man, because especially just playing with randoms, like you you never know. Yeah, but we usually play together, <laughs> and we don't. I mean, we we are technically improving because he just got the diamond, I just got the plat through our duos. So you know that's something, I guess. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm down. Just hit me up. I mean, that's just All picking. Right. That's just picking and choosing. But you know, I mean, I appreciate you thinking I'm getting better. I'm not, but you know. No, I, we we've consistently gotten like better ranks yeah that's true Remember i guess that is improvement to get to gold like gold was like a huge fucking challenge for us for like a year back in the day though that was, that was back when you know there weren't any there weren't as many noobs as there are now so you know now it's a little easier to get in those those wins you know what i'm saying all right <laughs> you got anything you want to uh plug joe any, any, anything like I'd... you know side hustles or some shit i wish i did um I don't really have anything right now. Uh, I'm working on some music, but it's not anywhere near ready to like promote. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What are you sure. gonna be doing with it? Uh, well, I, you know, I hope to like put it on SoundCloud or something. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm making some some chiptune style stuff. Uh, dabbled in all uh, a bunch of different types of music over the years, mostly, um, you know, starting off in the punk world and then later writing metal songs and always been a fan of video game music so I'm uh, just working solo at, uh, just getting super good at guitar and bass and rapping so you know hit him up he doesn't know that we uh, we jammed last weekend so just don't tell him uh, that. Okay. So, nice <laughs> well, hey, you're gonna bring it up don't told me you know no big deal well, yeah, because I, I didn't even really play anything. I mean, I, oh, I, yeah, was, okay. the so, the, I was the least in there. I just want to plug uh, Hydro Jam, which is going to be streaming on Reddit every month, apparently. Wait, are we doing it on Reddit? I don't know. Where Where do you think we should stream that? I mean, I thought Twitch. Nick was more a part of it. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's not wrong. Twitch yeah. it up? Yeah, Twitch it up. Well, I think, sure. he, I think that's what uh, Nick, uh, what do you call it, signed up for. But yeah, no, there's a, uh, we're trying. MP? Once every month, yeah, MP, MP to the PP. Uh, Now's a good time to get yeah. on Twitch because everyone is just watching copyrighted material at this point. So people are oh. looking for real content. Well, my Twitch channel is uh, BT Jam, and I rarely ever stream. So if you want to follow me on that, that's you can do that. Boom. Follow Perfect. him so that way when he does stream, you guys are a part of the rare occurrence. So that way you're not caught slacking. That's yeah. B-T-J-A-M. Beats Jam. B-T-J-A-M. Alright, so I'm gonna... Shit, I, got, I, got, I think I got oh, two um, boys. I, I did want to mention one more thing. Uh, yeah. Since mm-hmm. I think this is the first podcast you guys have done since the passing of uh, the late, great Betty White. I just a little callback for you, for y'all. Uh, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. That's true. We probably should end the show with that. 
I mean, uh, we I had it for so long. Work. Yeah, it's like we yeah. probably should. As 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 you know, probably one of the hardest in the uh, the the small circle of celebrities that you know still hold uh, such such righteous value and uh, truth in these dark dark times. So you know, somebody else just died too. Sydney Poitier. Yeah. Hey, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's. I didn't want to hear that, bro. Ninety-four, <laughs> ninety-four years old, Sydney Poitier. Damn, fucking air horns to the sky, Betty White, Sydney Poitier, 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 yeah, Poitier. I don't know, Poitier. I always heard, yeah, Sydney Poitiers. Poitier, oh, you guys throw the R in there. Poitier. I always just Poitier. I mean, I don't know. That's why I was asking y'all, but I mean, shit. It's. Rip, rip to y'all, sweet princes, sweet good nights. Well, thank yeah, you for well, being a friend. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs>